1: everybody and welcome to what are we welcoming you to marble sports worldwide podcast my name is still brendan and i'm
0: <laughs> commander wolf still. and I'm the co-host, uh, co-host of the show. I don't normally say this. I'm just trying to follow up with your weird
1: thing, Brendan. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I just kind of come up. I didn't even know what I was going to do. I just started making noises until I said the intro. That's kind of how I did it. Um, Listen, I have some announcements to make this intro. I have some announcements to make. Um, I have one announcement to make. One announcement. So if you're looking at the Chrome, you see in front of you this channel called We Raced Diecast. They're a new channel, about 5,000 subscribers. They've been doing good at taking off and getting some attention. They're um, pretty big on TikTok for marble stuff. They're decent on Instagram for more racing stuff. So um, I, I was just um, – I just saw them, and I was like, oh, wow, another channel that doesn't have commentary. And it said something to them. And the, it was just – their timing was Unbelievable. Because he was like, "Oh, dude, just you know, just happen to be that I'm going to be starting a marble sports channel on YouTube very soon, and so I actually am looking for a commentator for that. He's not looking for one for the diecast because he has someone else in mind. Aw, but um, he um, he he offered that to me, and and then at first I was like, I was actually kind of like maybe not because he's not." He's just getting started, so it's not like the other channels I've worked for where they're established and they're going to pay a lot. Um, truthfully, he's not really going to pay uh, for a, a while until ad revenue gets going. So I was going to be like, eh, maybe this is not worth it. It's not worth my time." But uh, I talked to him, and I was about to be like, "Hey, well, I'll kind of maybe I'll hit you back when you grow." But uh, he um, just he laid out very specifically his plan and what he means to do. And the passion he has for it all. And I was like, you know what? This guy seems like he really has the drive to make this happen. And he, and if he goes with someone else, um, then I might miss out on something amazing. Because he really seems to be ready to put a lot of work in. So I was like, you know what? This is what I'll do for you. I'll give it some time. Oh, come on. I know I'm not going to get much out of it for a little while. But, you know, I'll give it some time, see where it goes. So I will be commentating for We Race Marbles uh, as they get going here. I don't know when they're going to be first video or anything. It might be some time. Yeah. It might be short term. I don't know. But, so I'll keep you updated. But I'm not going to be doing anything for we Race Diecast currently. Who knows? Maybe the other guy won't work out and it will be like, oh, I want you, whatever. You never know. But for now... Go follow the channel We Race Diecast. They're pretty good. They, they you know, the races are cool and support the We Race Marble's channel. It seems like he does have aspirations to do circuit racing, aspirations to do tournament style racing with recurring teams and lore. He said that is his plan to eventually get there and Marble Sports fans like yourselves who continue to listen to the show every week, 127 episodes later, I ask that you go at least drop a sub on the We Race Marbles channel. You can find it from his community post that's, you know, up in front of We Race Diecast, just to give him uh, a little boost as he as he begins to work from the ground up here. Um, and truthfully, um, I think we're all looking for some new Marble content. We got RML out there, which so is going well. JMR is always solid, but, uh, you know, it's always good to see what other people have to come up with. And um, truthfully, JMR's views has been going down, so I don't know what's going on. But the. Um, you know, go support, go support, and who knows? Maybe it will. Uh, maybe he'll bring something to the table you never thought. And I'm always, of course, passionate and excited to be doing some more broadcasting for Marvel-related matter. So that's exciting. I'm excited for this. Um, so again, drop us up. Waff, waff. What do you got? I'm just
0: like I'm entering my. Last two weeks of my bachelor's degree, so I'm going to have my project done soon. Uh, I can't really... I don't know if I want to say this, just because I think it might technically dox me, so I won't say it. like, basically, my big project is actually going to be open to the public, finally, to actually be viewed on the 13th of May. How exciting. So, if, if by chance you somehow know where I'm at, somehow, and as I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it at some point somewhere in the way past episode... That, like from three thirty to five p.m. at this place, you can come see it. I don't know if I want to say just because that just tells people where I live, and it's, that's kind of not a good idea. So, but you know, if you know, if you
1: if you know, then you can <laughs> come see come see me in person or whatever. Or see what I made. <laughs> some of the live chat might know. Go rewatch live chat if it's important to you. Um, <laughs> wonderful, dude! I'm excited for you, man. Maybe I'll if I have some time, I'll try to drop by and uh, take a watch with you. Um, at, at some point, though, I'll catch it. Cool. Um, uh, another thing I want to mention while we're here in the intro, and um, eh, that I just feel like I want to mention now—I just have it on my mind and I want to put it out there—is Austin Cooper.
0: What the hell? In the are? Live
1: chat. <laughs> is that is that someone you might know, Mister Watt? Is that someone that you might be acquainted with, sir? By the uh, way, you are giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I might know him a little bit. Little bit, A little bit of a relationship <laughs> just a, just a here. Little bit. All right, hey yo, well, good to see you. You're along oh for gosh. this ride, I guess. I don't know if you've ever dropped by before, but well, thank you for coming. Um, if you don't know, my co-host's name is Mr. Waff. Um, he doesn't like how I pronounce it, but that's how I do it. And he, uh, he he's uh, he's a nerd. He's a nerd about marbles. <laughs>
0: trust me i think he he knows a bit more than you give him credit for
1: i'm sure he knows a ton all right um something i want to get off my head while we're in the intro though um as i watched or or Lango raceway or whatever you want to call it, i don't don't care you call whatever you want or raceway wonderful name as i watched that and it was a good race it was a good battle between three four marbles up there at the top um which was wonderful but I realized one thing that um, really struck me because I was like I was finding myself watching and enjoying it because I like JMR in the production. but I was like, like well, these this race for some reason just is not as as exciting as I thought it might be. I was like, this is a raceway, this is red eye up there. this is the cobalts in there. What is going on and and I realized that there is a stark difference in the excitement of races, at least for me, between JMR and now RML, Racing Marble League, if you forget. Huh. And I was like, why? why? Why does it seem like those races seem to go back and forth more, be a lot more exciting? And it really is, very simply, because of the extra... And there's small things, but the extra features RML goes the extra effort to put in their track has made those races overall ob- and objectively... Truthfully, object, I know it's just my opinion, but truthfully, there's objective differences in the uh, excitement of the leadership of races on RML. You'll see a lot more changes within the top three, just by number, a lot more changes in the top three and the top five, especially because of the way RML has crafted their tracks. Muller Corner is mm-hmm. a big one that separates inside and out, that actually, um, let me say this again, they actually separates inside and outside lines, which is really nice because one thing that JMR loves to talk about from Greg Wood's perspective, but really has no basis most of the time, is inside-outside lines. Oh my God, he's diving to the outside. Oh my God, he's coming on the inside in the turn. But no, no, not as much because there's no true separation um, often between... The inside and outside lines. So I, um, I think the Muller corner is a big deal. Of of course, Racing Marble League also goes a little bit more right. um, over with some of the other features. Um, so there is that as well. But um, that made the difference. And I was like, what? like I was like, why does it seem that the same two marbles have been at the top the whole time? But like when you watch RML, it's like. Um, and with the top three, not necessarily always the top one, you had a lot of lead changes. But even in the top one, you got a lot. Last time, last RML race with Crimson Lady and Sinatra, you had a lot of changes. And that's because of the Muller Corner, because of that Marble Booster, because of that spread mm-hmm. four-lane highway. We forget that. And I'm like, why does JMR not do that? Why? It would I mean, really add- do that.
0: They did that with the f- season two of the O race, with their giant sand section. That ten, right. I think it was four lanes right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they did spread it out. They didn't spread it out this time. It was more very wavy, which really hurt marbles. But it, I don't know. Those are things that do make a difference because it does make for more lead changes. And the one thing that stands out about that specific way of allowing for, as opposed to just throwing a funnel or a plinko board in the course, is that I'm sorry, is that it's not create it's not forcing lead changes it's not forcing in lead changes where your brain is like oh yeah well that's just that's just a mess because it's i mean a plinkle board i mean right you're they're actually just adjusting the course a little bit so that it still is um within role play i guess the marbles choices that cause the changes in leads it's just more it's just more deliberate right? Muller corner. It's still the marbles choice, whether it be on the outside or the inside when approaching that Muller corner, but the Muller corner locks you into a line, which really causes a lot of changes in leads and speed. So, mm-hmm. um, th- that is worth pointing out. That is being out of my mind. I, and I wish JMR would do things like that, but they're very, I, the one thing I always say about JMR, and I, I believe this, I love them and they're creative people, but they're locked into their own world. If I were a channel like JMR, I would look at the other channels who are way below me, especially the ones who are um, who are higher quality and be like, what are they doing? You know, you might not take from, it, from everything you see. Most things from you see, you might not take at all. But like, you know, if I were JMR and I went to RML and I saw those Muller corners, which are just, I think those are the best, Thing ever created in Marble Sports Racing. They are awesome. They they they're so simple and so effective. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. boom, let me let's do that. Let's take let's put that in our races because now we just took a race that already is exciting that people already go nuts over, and we just added about ten lead changes. Ten. Probably. Yeah.
0: yeah. And like like I I think this is the discussion. Should we have gone to the news already?
1: No, I'm just wanted to point that out in the intro. You can talk about the news. Uh, okay,
0: okay. I, was, I told this, you this was this an feel, intro. This feels discussion. like a discussion section, not really an intro kind <laughs> of. <discussion. laughs> I
1: wanted to get that off my head before we get more, in, because we're going to talk mostly about JMR and the race, But okay, well, like, I guess um, I'll
0: say like, yeah, like the Mueller coroner is awesome. I keep forgetting, like, I like, I like keep looking at like, why they call the Mueller coroner. I remember like, oh, it was named after the
1: person who. Yeah, the guy's last name, name was Muller. Mueller,
0: it, which which was like something that was actually invented for
1: Zach Muller? I don't
0: know. Excuse me, RML, which is really cool. But yeah, like I think like if the track pieces are still for sale right now, which I think they are, yeah, I would say JMR should. But, like I know Stint, like like I think I heard him talking about it. I believe on Let it Roll's podcast, like yeah, like, like, he talks with and every now and again. Yellen has mentioned like he would is interested in like he's in in those tracks. So hopefully he does buy them and uses them because they're they are really great and they do add some dynamics, which would help to spice up the races. Because one of the biggest complaints I've heard um when I was on Let It Roll. Uh, was like how the battle at the top, at least this season, while it's not just red eye dominating all the time, it's always usually one or two marbles that are always dominating that specific race. So right. there's no real battle.
1: Right. And the battle between the two is always fun and it keeps entertainment. But I mean, let's think about RML. 1st We're going to have a long intro. Who cares? It was episode 127. If you're still watching, you're not going to get too mad at the long intro at this point. Okay. Um, there was in a uh, last RML race... Sinatra came from very far down in the pack to win that race because of features like the Muller corner and that four lane highway. Okay. And you well, don't wait, the see boosted. that. that you I do, do not that. see that. Sorry. I hit my mic. No, no. But like over time, think about all the places he had to make up because of those features, all the right. passes he was able to make because of the Muller corner and the highway. Um, and whatever other features he put, he, I don't, I forget what course it was. But you don't see that in JMR. If someone does not qualify or get lucky in the starting gate where they jump from like 20th to first because of the starting gate um, kerfuffles, um, good word there, then then they're locked in the back. They might get up to mid-pack by a bunch of slow and steady passing, but there is no way to have little faster lead changes or more dynamic lead changes. It just doesn't happen. It does not happen in JMR. Watch races especially when you get to the back half of the race where marbles are more spread out.
0: Sure, yeah. Although it is fair to mention that, it's because you commentate for them. You are kind of, you are definitely biased. Well, no, I'm later. definitely
1: biased, but I'm saying that it's like I'm pointing. That's why I want to start with some facts. Like objectively, there are just more changes in the top three. Just more sure. changes in the lead of those races. So even though my opinions to always skew to really enjoy racing Marble League because I work with them, objectively there are just way more numbers mm-hmm. wise. There are more Marbles who get a look at the top three more varied marbles and then there's more changes so it's just a true it's just a true thing um one thing i will say just to touch on one thing before we get to the news if racing marble if they do ever buy from racing marble leagues like muller corners and stuff uh, first of all i'd be really excited all right i'd be really excited about that but they had better shout out that channel they had better and i'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell bill I'm tell... I'm actually trying to make a mental note here and tell them. Um I'll let them know that J- J- Mar's thinking about it for whatever future. I don't know how far future, but some future. Um, to not to not give it to them unless they to the shout-out. I only say that because it would be in bad taste to buy the Muller Corner off, off Racing Marble League and then put it on your channel and be like, look at this amazing new feature in Marbula 1, Muller Corner. Highway or whatever, if they buy other things. And then not even give any credit to Bill. Um, I realize that he sells it mm-hmm. as like a part of his store, so it technically is no obligation to that. But I will right. be upset at JMR if they do that and then they completely ignore a shout-out for that channel because that channel like deserves the shout-out for those features. So, um, yeah, definitely. I will tell Bill to at least be wary of that. He can't say, oh, you have to because he sells it as a store in public domain. I just realized this. Correcting myself right. there. But I would say at least be wary. At least try to make a little bit of a deal out of it because uh, it would just be awful if they didn't. And they might. There would be way more likely to if if Bill says something than if it just they just leave it quiet. Because I feel like if, if it was just left quiet, then like then JMR would probably, just probably escape with that. So I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there. Let's go to the news. That's enough of all that. And we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>
0: Marble Sports Fans! I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. We've actually got quite a bit to go over, so let's get right into it. Race 4 of Marbula 1 Season 3, the O Raceway, was quite possibly the most intense racing we've seen in M1 history. Several marbles were in contention for the lead throughout the race, and the racers were eaten almost four marbles wide on lap 9. The battle was close, but in the end, Bonbon came in first, followed by Red Eye in a close second, and Glimmer in third. And now for a very interesting competition, we have the Hisense Marble World Cup, a collaboration between JMR and Hisense. In this competition, marbles from all over the world competed in a sort of friendly round to predict who would move on to the knockout round. The track was quite interesting, featuring a large bank turn, helices, and even a soccer goal. It's interesting to see this type of competition, and I'm quite curious to see what they'll do with it next. And now, onto RML Season 3. First, we have Race 2, the Tangle 10 Raceway, named after the 10 turns all throughout the track. This race also featured an escalator over the traditional marble launcher, resulting in some very different marbles taking the lead this time around. The race started out grim for Octane as they stalled out right at the beginning of the race, ruining any chance for a victory. On the other end of the spectrum was Serpent Smart, who set a record by lapping six other marbles, which practically guaranteed their victory on the track. Not too far behind was Victoria's Secret in 2nd, and Wild Canuck in 3rd. And finally we have Race 3 of RML Season 3, the return of the Beaverton Corners course. This race was truly wild, as several marbles would end up being in contention for the first place spot over the course of the entire race. It was very unpredictable, but by the end, Victoria's Secret came in 1st, as a repeat champion from last season. Followed close behind was T-Bot in 2nd, and Goat in a very surprising 3rd place. The season is halfway over, and we have a rookie in the lead right now, but only by one point, and not too far behind is Crimson Lady, our undefeated champion. There's still plenty of time for things to get shaken up, and for Swirly's dreams of being the rookie champion to go down in the drain, so they better not let up just yet. That's all the news I got for you, thanks for listening, I'm Commander Wolf. you are the best fans in the world, let's kick it on back with the podcast.
1: All right, guys, we are back from the news. Thank you, Waff, Waff, Waff. For for <laughs> I don't know what to say. You are doing the news, so we appreciate it. Um, we are back, and we have a couple things to get through before we get into the the weeds of this Marbula One race. Um, I want to address a couple things said in the chat, very uh, very on topic from what the intro was talking about. So, and then we'll talk some emails, and then we'll we'll finish out with uh, Marbula One related things. I want to address another live chat thing that just popped up saying ML 2021 Savage Speeders performance is a fluke. I would disagree with this. I would not, I would not, I would agree that they're not doing good right now. Um, but remember, they got second place last year and they only lost to a team that literally never lost. So, I also, mean, how is
0: it a fluke when they have consistently been in the top yeah. five every year?
1: Yeah. Um. I will say they're doing crappy this year. But you got to be careful saying things like this, I think. Uh, and it's also savage speeders, people. Yeah, we're talking a it's team. It's like saying
0: Usain Bolt was a fluke because he didn't do so well one time.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know about that. I actually don't know if, I feel like he always does well.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know enough about Saffron to know if he's ever actually done bad or not.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Marbula 1. Sorry, man. Yeah, he said the 12th place was a fluke. Oh um, he's talking about Marble League. Okay, yeah, that yeah. came out of nowhere. Marvel One's on the Yeah, It's an
0: easy thing to get mixed up, but like those are, d- <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> are saw, important um, distinctions.
1: I figured the L was a one because I had Marbula One on the mind. I was like, why would he talk about Marble League right now? Um, this summer. Um ah. Mm, remind me of that later when we have marble league on the mind because maybe we can talk about this but i i, I don't I mean, know the are talking about
0: marble league here what i, I like wait they got th- what place did they get in 2021 it was second well, right what like what, what place did the savage Speeders get in
1: 2021 i forget 2021 so that would be this recent season right
0: yeah the, the last marble league
1: mm, they didn't do well right Oh, no, yes, but we talked about this. They got 12th, but all the points between 12th and 1st were so close. We said that we have to be careful to cast uh, negative light on that particular 12th because of how close it still was to the top three. Um, Right, right. I will say that was their first not top five performance, which kind of sucks.
0: I, I, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, that's true. But yeah, like they were so close that there was basically no difference between 12th, 12th and like 4th. first, <laughs> um, but, which is but wild to say, but that's, well, that's how it It's Look out. at the
1: numbers. The numbers are what they are. Uh, we'll talk about this some other time though. Um, okay. So, so one thing, so this was said, um, um, this was said by some live chat people so trivia yak yeah, is one of the live of people he says in my opinion the muller corners are neat and stuff but i feel it becomes less skill based like winning a race can be more about getting the right line as opposed to weaving around and passing other marbles um my response to that is that i feel listen i understand the initial desire to always stick to what was first and what is simplest? Obviously, the simplest way to race marbles is to put them on the plainest track you can think of, barely have any turns, and be like, marbles got to just figure it out. Mm-hmm. All right? But I would argue that we... Listen, of course, like, actual racing doesn't have Muller corners, but marbles have a different kind of... We have to always be aware of the fact that marbles aren't real. They are they are just objects that follow well, th- gravity they
0: are real they're just not they're alive. not
1: and they're not animate they can't take inside lines if they want to right Ritz, they can't are
0: do a figment that. of our imagination
1: mm. dude i feel like <laughs> i feel like the limers are you know what i'm saying um i feel like the savage beaters winning is a figment of my imagination at this point um <laughs> No, but they're not, they can't do that. They're not animate. So we have to be careful when, I think, when we talk about things like mother corners, which Mm -hmm. are very subtle in the way they affect the race, being necessarily taking the skill-based part of it away because it's like, what's the skill-based part? How can you make an argument less skill-based when you're talking about something which is, outside of role-play, 100% luck-based to begin with?
0: Well, I mean, it's not 100% like based. There, there are clearly some things that make certain marbles better than others. Right, but it's but, not but, based
1: on their own inherent animate skill. And so what I'm saying to you is that the Molo Corners adds to the um, charade. Right. I don't want to call it that because I like to be in the role play. But the charade that they are real athletes making real decisions. Molo Corners is not like a Plinko board where it's always a 50-50. It really makes for an understanding that marbles are choosing d- different lines. And not always, this is true, not always does the outside line happen to be the slowest and most negating line. There's a lot of times, because I do commentary for the channel, where I've seen passes on the outside line over the inside Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Choosing lines and the speed you have into them is part of the skill and adds to that excitement because it changes the lead. It causes right. a lot more lead changes and it's not very constant. It's not always inside line wins. It's not. And so, um, I think it's a, it's a, it's a smart change because it adds to the ability to really make a dynamic race where it's not just the first two marbles to separate from the pack. are going to battle it out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, right. I will say though, like, like, so one thing that does not work well is their conveyor belt. Like, I like that it's faster because it does not kill momentum as much, but the problem is that if a marble gets misses the the that getting on point, they get thrown back way harder, and they get end up getting juggled way worse than the bear belt on JMR. So a, a marble can lose a lead, not because they are not skilled, but because a, uh, a track piece is just inadequate. And I know that you said that like the reason why that was chosen was because the fans asked for it the fans are wrong here. The conveyor belt is not better than marble booster, not marble by booster a country the, mile. Marble booster is amazing. so much better.
1: Especially since they took down the speed of it. Um, so I would, I don't know. I think he just wants to keep things different. Like, you know, whoa, this track is sure. very different than the previous one. Cause not only does it have different Muller corners, but it has this new feature. Also it's an elevator this time. Also we have this wooden section, right? He's just trying to vary it a lot because it does make a track more memorable when there's big differences. Um, but right. yeah, but I, I think, would like, agree I he needs the to refine ch- this more.
0: Right, and I but I think like the changes like, you know, that wooden bridge, those are way better than changing the entire launching mechanism or I guess the lapping the lap mechanism. I guess that's the way. And there's probably a word for it that I'm forgetting, but like I think cuz like changing that affects the entire efficiency of the race and can, changes it from being like, oh, Marvel just had had a back as I, I the only times I've ever seen someone get screwed over by the launcher was they got got stuck because i think it threw them too hard but they reduced the speed so that shouldn't happen anymore so the only so like it's significantly less prone to error and it also doesn't ruin momentum it is just objectively the best way i feel like changing things up for variety yes that's a great thing but the launcher is the one thing you should not change
1: i um, i would lean more towards agreeing with this uh it do also has a couple of nice things to say um uh, he does point out that rml uh, should be more focused on the battles in the top five and three when there's a breakaway winner. Um, this is true, but then again, that's more of a camera work thing and the fact that you know he's he's still learning. Um, but that's that's fair. I mean, I mean, I mean I mean, what can you do? You can't look at all the marbles at once. Um, but fair enough. That's fair. I think that's a fair criticism. Um, Cosmo in lap one of the last race, so meaning the O raceway took the wrong line, went for the outside and lost a ton of positions. And then they switched to damage control mode about that. I don't know what you're meaning by this, but I, I take it to mean that you're realizing that, um, uh, losing a line or falling behind in JMR really means you're done. (laughs) You're not, there is no Muller corners that you can take some right lines on and get back to the top. There's not much of that. I, and and they don't allow for that. They don't. They don't cause. Um. Why did you just get like much quieter? You're like much quieter for some reason. Oh, it's weird.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to turn my knob back up. Oopsies. Weird. Wait, yeah, buzz my bad. I took a drink of water. I had to. I, t- I turned my gain down, so Here, I don't, you don't hear me. First thing slipping. for the chrome.
1: Look at this. Look at this. Um, we're getting a look at this uh, purple line. Um. Oh. Uh, purple line. Ooh, i I want to yeah. open this in Chrome. I want to open this in Chrome. There. Okay. So this is Cosmo. I'm assuming Cosmo is that line that drops immediately down to, like, Mm -hmm. 19th. And you see what happens when it does this. So we're starting in third place. We come out the gate. um, And this is after lap one, so not a gate problem. Um, Drops because of a bad decision down to 19th, which can happen. It happens a lot. And then look at this. Climbs and gets back up to about 10th. Yeah. But really, like there is no, there is no top five when you make this mistake. It just, there is no, there's no possibility in JMR for that. Because they don't have enough in the track, subtly allowing marbles to have what I call my, like small victories. Okay. Small victories, which are victories that are lap to lap. Oh, I passed a couple marbles in this, in this lap. That's a small victory. And if you add small victories over the courses of many laps, you go from 18th up to 5th. But you can't do that in JMR. I mean, look at the look at these lines. Look at how consistent most of them are, especially when you take Cosmo out of the equation. Look at starting, and you have to look past lap one, because lap one is where things go crazy because the marbles are packed. But then look at them. Like, for example... Um, uh, Balls a, uh no Bumblebee, sorry, in seventh place. After lap one and they're stratified, they bounced between about ninth and fifth the rest of the time. Let's look at another one that moved around a lot. So started in ninth there. Um which marble is this? Uh Wispy. Um, Wispy, whatever whichever one. I mean, bounced between ninth and fifteenth, the whole race, and then Wispy. dropped down to fifteenth at the end. I mean, let's just I'm picking random marbles here. Um What like who is this one here? This one is is Mimo after that lap one where he got to his kind of set place bounced between the same four places and ended up in fifth. It's it's really a four place bounce for the most part or just a straight down like primary who went from 10th all the way down to 20th by the end of the race. There is not much climbing. Sometimes you'll see climbing because marbles are slow in the back. So you'll see climbing from 19th to 10th like in Cosmo's case. But really, really rarely do you see climbing, especially after markers from lap one. You have to start after lap one because that's when marbles start to stratify where you climb from anywhere below 12th to anywhere near the top. It's rare. It does happen. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. There's certain track features in JMR that allow for this, but it's very rare. So I would say, I would say that be, because of that if you if you take the muller corner j- listen you talk about the muller corner from RML you're not necessarily you I'm not making the case that what happens when you add the muller corner you add the four lane highway as now all marbles from the 20th place are doing most marbles aren't moving any more than they do in JMR but there are a few a few that build up with with small victories we'll call, I want to come up with a better I want to come up with a better term Then small victories, so I'll think of one hopefully soon. But small victories, lap-to-lap small victories, and they pay off because there's features that allow them to pay off, which is why I favor RML Circuit Racing because it's important to reward marbles for small victories so you can really have comebacks, so you can have Sinatra coming from the middle of pack. I mean, by lap 10... By oh, past halfway through the race, it is unheard of that any marble from the middle of the pack past halfway point through JMR is going to ever see the top three. And Sinatra won that race. Coming yep. in in like the last yeah. four laps. It's a point. It's a point to be taken. And listen, yeah. I I do like the purest way that JMR keeps with things. And I'm, I am I'm, I like the races. They're exciting. I'm pointing that out, though that those little things do make a difference, especially the Muller corner, which, I don't know. This it, That's marble feature of the year for me. Um, but... I mean,
0: yeah.
1: Um, well, Trivia Yak, yeah, RML uses 21 marbles, so I would say that, again, those features make a big difference. Though so I will say adding more marbles always makes it harder to, to shift through the pack because you have a lot more yeah. marbles, you know, bouncing around in the back. So that's fair. Well...
0: Yeah, I was just saying, like like the Sinatra, your Sinatra point also holds more weight because in that race they used the booster still, so like it wasn't like an instance of the the elevator screwing over the lead marbles to give him that chance. They just got they just got there by skill. And, like I, I mean like, like on roleplay, I don't know how the heck they got more of a boost, but like but it was there was two marbles who got I think it was um Onyx or Poly that got that <laughs> and Sinatra that both had an extra speed coming out of the booster, so maybe they both got like push together on top in, on top of each other or something, so they have more tension and they flew up faster. I don't know, but like that, yeah. it, it does does that was one of my favorite moments because like I'm a Sinatra, I was an early Sinatra fan, and like seeing a, a marble that was in the back fight their way up that we don't ever, I've never seen that. That's it's so great. I yeah. love that.
1: I think it's kind of like here's how I'm gonna. This is my initial rudimentary understanding of what's going on inside the booster. I'm going to use an analogy that we can all understand. So if you, as JMR, JMR is a lot of good examples of this. So I'm hoping um, you guys, as consistent Marble fans who continue to listen to the show, uh, might um, might be able to uh, understand this with me. So um, there's hair, there's a lot of hairpins in JMR races. There's a lot um, of hairpin turns. You would agree, right? Right? Well, about 180 degree hairpin turns. Now, yeah. You know because you watch JMR. That if you, if you, let's say you're approaching a hairpin turn, you're coming straight, and you're on the inside line. Then when you come into the turn, you're going to go straight, you're going to hit... The curved part of the hairpin turn kind of bounce back and forth, sometimes hit that inside line, and then you're going to bounce out on the other side, right? You're going to kind of, you're not going to come smoothly and quick through that because you're you're starting on the inside and, you know, then you're going to go, you know you know what I'm saying? You're going to hit that outside rail, then you come back inside, or you just kind of stick to the outside, but you're not as fast because you hit the rail on the weird angle because you started right. on the inside. If you come to a hairpin turn in JMR's case and you start on the outside, by the way, JMR, please do banked turns. Please, please, please. That's another little, um, that's a feature I didn't even bring up. Another little thing RML does, If it, let's say you hate them all the corner, you cannot make a case against the fact that RML consistently puts many, many small banked turns. Even if it's a small bank, that makes a huge difference in the race. Another reason why you see marbles stay a lot more off the walls. Just saying. I'm a big fan of those features. Yeah. But, you come into JMR turn. If you come into a JMR hairpin, we'll call it, on the outside line, then you're gonna whip through that outside line because you hug that wall. You hug the wall, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't knock into anything at a weird angle. Right. So you you come out super fast because you're you have that centripetal um, force. Whatever you want to call it, that uh, you just you just you just ride that rail, and there's no um, there's no uh, kind of negative collision we'll call it where you're you're kind of colliding against something that's kind of going to stop your momentum i guess so that's how i see the marble booster sometimes the marble booster what happens is at the bottom of the marble booster there's like a there's like a roller kind of like Mm -hmm. uh how do i say this like um kind of imagine like one of the paint roller but it's spinning really fast and it's stationary and so when the marbles hit it they get they get they get rolled fast up this booster and that this little tube that you could call it now because they're getting rolled up really fast and vertically, all all marbles are going to react differently based on how they're spinning and how they're rolling into that booster. Okay, so some marbles might roll into that booster and then hug that that top wall. So when they then they curve back forward after the vertical section, they're gonna hug the the kind of the the curved part and they're gonna fly out of there. Some of them might rattle around in there, you know, like like plinko, or someone might. Uh, some marbles might kind of lose speed and barely get out because they kind of drop to the lower part of the tube. So that would affect how fast they come out of the tube, which is why you see marbles come out at different speeds from the marble booster. And you can really see it in the with the new changes RML made, where they slowed it down a little bit. Um, so it's not just all super fast. Um, but that um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys found that interesting, but I think it's important to try to keep realization um, with that. Yeah, no,
0: I agree. I think we should definitely get to the race and, like, talk about the biggest thing about this. is like, at one point, it was almost four marbles side by side. Which
1: was fun. That is insane. While we're talking race, I'm going to throw it up here on the YouTube. Um,
0: And it's rookies. It was mostly rookies,
1: too. Wasn't it not? Yeah, Red Eye was in there, but other than him... I think it was Cobalt's. Uh, Ch- well, Tears is not a rookie. They just suck, okay? <laughs> it was just wait, surprising wait, to see them up there. Wait, Chocolatiers, wait, wait, Chocolatiers have been in an M1 race before? Am I forgetting something? I mean, it's been two seasons. They haven't been in any of the last two seasons? I mean, I don't really pay attention to them, so I, I wouldn't. I, would I, I can't anymore.
0: remember. How, wait. D- this is the, yes. Thank you, Kason. Wait, sorry, S Man. These names that you do, Brendan, is just confusing. S-man <laughs> I called Kason in the
1: Discord. I called S Man Kason in the Discord. But S Man is right.
0: This is the chocolatier's first season, so uh, so that's, I guess that's in this two. case they're
1: rookies. But they've been around a long time. They've been racing a long time. So sure, I don't but we
0: know that M one and M L don't translate. That's fair. Uh and there's gl- glimmer, yeah, glimmer, glimmer too. I'm pretty sure this is the shining swarms yeah, first, first year. year.
1: So, I'm pretty sure, right? That's we're we're right about that, right? Shining swarm haven't been around before. I don't remember them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which was which? I don't know. Goes to show me that I don't I don't know how to interpret this season because there's really a lack of consistency from all the teams you'd expect to be up yeah, there. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I mean, we had th- like you said three rookies kind of dominating the field. I mean, where? How is this happening, right? I mean, I guess they are rookies, so they're marbles that have never raced before, so they're new, True. so I guess that's fair. So they could have had the speed all the time, and they just never got the chance. But um really odd to see that. And Red Eye struggled. Red Eye truthfully struggled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. But they're, but they're also, on the other hand, so far, because we have four races now, there's a lack of consistency from the rookies so it's not like the domination of last season with the crazy cat size in their rookie year came out and just kept not losing they just kept not doing that so yeah. they they was very clear that they know what they were doing but you know bonbon bon is not going to probably win another race for the rest of the season um and the chocolate tears are not your top three contender and overall right now so it's i don't know it find it weird that all of a sudden just the rookies you know found a place to stay up there for a while it was very unexpected um i think i don't know what to think i don't i mean what anything because like it really is not usually i come out here because most of the time and i'm like all right well you know rookie had their moment but you know savage speeders are still in there crazy cat's eye still in there i mean we know what we got we know who's going to be a competitor r- real time here in the end but not so this season not it's so It's hard to all. say
0: it's hard to say so i can't remember how well the crazy cats did at tumult turnpike i think they did roughly around the same they did before there. but i know at misty mountain yellow i sucked back in season two so that them doing bad there was also consistent but red eye did great in the the glide the, 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 the uh, gliding Raceway. I forgot the name of the track. I'm sorry. My, my again, I'm, I'm, sorry. A, I'm a fake uh, fan. But Sleep Street, yes. And then oh, like, there's also, like, and then they did, they did Good to hear again, which they did good last year, too. So, I think it's possible that, like, at least when it comes to the Crazy Cat size, we just saw their worst tracks first, and now we're going into the stuff that they are good at again. The only thing that may be different is we get more new tracks, which I'm sure we will. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Chocolatiers one, because they're new to the season. Might as well take advantage of
1: it. red eye had ample and i and even using that word is not enough ample i'm watching it right now on the screen and i'm seeing i can use the word ample already without even seeing the rest of this race opportunity to pass three rookies come on uh, that part right there was so good oh it's so good ample opportunity and nothing was done Many, many times there was lines to take. Many, many times there was collisions to make, and he just didn't do it. Right? I mean, that's just not characteristic of Red Eye. A fighter, a real fighter out there on the track. I got to be honest, Red Eye is a fighter. Right? Right? I mean, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm not missing anything when I'm saying this. Even more than Yellow Eye, who kind of, Yellow Eye is more of like a, it's either gonna be there or it's not gonna be there. You, you know, if he's in the middle of the pack, there is no fighting up. But we've seen Red Eye fight from mid pack, do some amazing things, right? I didn't even notice that at first. So Red Eye, Red Eye, really beyond three rookies, chocolate tears of all teams, just fell completely flat. I don't know what but that again, was. again, we
0: know, but the Chocolatiers have never raced an M1 before. We don't know their potential and skill with this. They've probably, been, who knows, they've been practicing for this for quite a while.
1: Which I guess is always the argument that puts it down. But if we're talking red-eye here. We're talking by far the best racer ever in Marbula 1. Those stats from season two were hold for a while. And there's enough racing events in, Mar- in Marble League to really point out that the Chocolatiers aren't the best at it. Very, very odd to me that Red Eye couldn't make that. I mean, look at how many laps—they're all right next to each other. Truthfully, well, truthfully odd.
0: If I'm not mistaken, I like—I remember hearing somewhere that Mocha has done good at sand races in ML. So it is possible that they just had the home field. Or not the the Bond well, Bon, the, bon
1: the was racing, not Mocha. The experience,
0: so and, like, and we 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 analyzed the, the 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 crazy cat size last year. Like heavily because like like they're so easy to identify. Like we we found out that red eye is the good track racer. Yellow eye is kind of good too, but not as good. Blue eye is the elemental racer. Green eye is the oh, all around. Oh, we did. Yeah,
1: we did actually go through this. That's true. I guess, and I, but like I mean, I mean this is a long track. Most of the time was not spent on sand. And has
0: the sand performances. much. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, man. I just, I just.
0: Oh, but Bonbon bon raced this race. It was this race. Um, yes, so bon, 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 who has, bon has experience with sand, raced in the sand race and did good. Correlation. I, I guess
1: Red Eye. He Red Eye finished second here, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, Red Eye finished second. But I guess my point is like there were so many laps where Red Eye was just caught by Shimmer, caught by the Cobalts, and didn't have any space to get to Bonbon. Bon? I mean, that's just odd to me. Um, I mean, good thing he finished second, because if he finished any lower than second, then, then really be upset with Red Eye's performance. But, I mean, really, truly odd. And also, look at Speedy. Not even able to get into that top four battle. Just really got pulled back by the likes of Bumble. I mean... They're very odd from marbles who were very dumb I mean let, let's go to it let's let's talk about it let's just go to JMR wiki let's look at how dominant those two very singular specific marbles were in all of Marbula one because I mean it's not it's very uncharacteristic is what I'm saying like
0: to erase away from season two first
1: okay well I'm, well, I'm gonna try I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start with um, I mean come on I mean most medals top 2 three golds for Red Eye two golds for Speedy two and two silvers both of them Speedy also has an extra medal of bronze wonderful I mean I mean and then beyond that clutter has a few but like um, then it kind of goes downhill but let's talk about um most points oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll uh, chat.
0: Brought this up. I'll bring this up real quick. When I was watching this live, I heard like, "Wait a minute! Did they miss lap eight? And I was so scared. What, what ended up happening is they so the counter went lap seven, lap nine, lap eight, lap ten. So they had the same number of laps, but for some reason the numbering system was very off for a second. <laughs> so that they had a big error, oh, but oh, fortunately it was not as bad error. as it could yeah. have
1: been. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find most points just. Overall. I mean most wins overall. Red eye up there. Right of course three. Speedy of course right behind. Um winning with large margin, of course, red eye in there. Twice red eye in there, by the way. Um trying to find trying to find most just points overall. Because I mean you, you know who the top two is, but I want to see it. I want to see it with my eyes. Um pole positions. Who is most pole positions? Savage That's speeders, speedy, of course, Savage Speeders has the most pole positions with two tied with a bunch of other marbles. Um, only two really wow i'm actually surprised by that yeah yeah it's very low still front row start speedy i mean still there largest gain. i'm trying to find overall point do we not have is that not in this particular oh i'm sure it's there this is just records i i want individual oh individual performances. i was on like a whole separate page individual performances um all right well there you have it right there red eye is in first place overall and, and uh, Speedy's in second for medals. Just, I want points. I want points. Here's points. Here's points. <laughs> Speedy is in first overall with 156 total Marble 1 points ever. Red Eye right behind with 147. Then you drop 10 to Starry. And, you know, we don't even see most of the other marbles that we're discussing right now, even in the top 40. So I, I don't, I, I'm just pointing it out there that these two marbles are consistently way better than every marbles. Okay. Well, like
0: the, uh, the other point in Brim is like Red Eye has one less season to, to for that total, <laughs> which is just bananas. <laughs>
1: it's so stupid. It's stupid, it's so, right? It's so ridiculous. Hundred and five in season two, and he couldn't get past the
0: chocolatiers. Well, go go to a raceway. I, I know. I think like from season eh, two, I think probably. I think Red Eye got second there as well. But I wonder how Speedy did if Speedy was there.
1: Yeah, Speedy. No, it might have been a rapidly, a freaking rapidly race, which just sucked. Um, eh. I mean, rapidly and speed are doing pretty consistently the same right now. It seems. Where is so the like erase way? To... I'm trying to find the erase They're always hard. Um, it's always uh, navigating the wiki can be tough. Um, it can be O-Raceway. One of these times, do want you to just scroll through the wiki and react to things that we didn't know. Erase Here we go. Erase <laughs> way. Season one. Season two. Um. Um. The race winner was Nemo in that. How about that? Yeah, season two. I'm trying to find Google. stats. Yeah, oh, you, I you think you clicked, clicked on, on like, season you, two. Yeah, you season two or race week. Like, no, I clicked on article. Oh, main article. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so red, I got seventh in that. Mm-hmm. And rapidly Your got tenth. Got we don't get to see any speedy. No, no, no. That was in um. That's that's in qualifying. Sorry. Oops. Oh, okay. So final grid positions. Red, I got fourth. So should have right been, eh, I guess. I guess fair enough. But but then again, Red right got fourth to win it with Green Ducks and Team Galactic, not Bon Bon and Shimmer. Um, Rabbit, rap- rapidly, rapidly raised, <laughs> yeah, down in tenth. Down in tenth. Um, okay, yeah. but we didn't get any Speedy in there. Hmm. I don't know. I I just think like it's very odd to see the lack of domination or even attempt to do- a domination from. Either Red Eye or Speedy or the teams in general from teams who, I mean, truthfully, points wise, really, really stole season one and two. I mean, the only thing I can gather from that is that we have to be patient with um, Marbula 1 even longer and be open to new teams like the Chocolatiers maybe being good, right? And so give that the time, more seasons to really build more lore and stuff. Because there might be, like, I feel like there will always be looks from Red Eye in the top, but it may not be the only one.
0: Yeah. I mean, this was Speedy's first time at this track. So, like, this one point, I like rapidly yeah, yes. raced both our raceways. So, this is literally Speedy's first time on the track, and so this something we didn't mention. Like, people felt like the uh, the qualifiers was a lot mm. slower this time around, and I'm pretty sure this because this version yeah, of the track is the longest it's ever been. Like, so the the qualifiers were so long because I think this is it, it's it's the longest the race raceway has been. I think it's the it might be the longest track they've ever had.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of, the qualifiers were boring, man. They were just slow. Marbles were getting caught up in the sand swirls. The sand swirls were like a bad version of the winter swirls from Sleet Street. The chicanes, I guess. Just, it was a tough track to watch. A lot of inside lines into hairpins, so they was getting knocked around, speed lost. That very gentle turn, as Greg Woods mentioned it, that elbow before the finish line um there was a very specific way you had to hit that and that was by not hitting the inside elbow part at all and just staying the outside most marbles couldn't do that so it was a lot of speed lost there right before the end too where at at the very least a, a marble sports staple no not staple is really the word marble sports good marble sports etiquette I don't know if etiquette's a word. Good, just good ideas for marble sports. Have a fast finish, okay? I'm just trying to say the words, okay? Have a fast finish. Have marbles really kind of run right into the elevator there at the end. Um, so when you kind of take all the speed away, because you have that gentle elbow just kind of knocking marbles around, it's it's uh, uh, really killed a lot of the qualifiers, and a lot of marbles just kind of lazily coming across the finish line. So not my favorite qualifiers. And I guess that's why this race was just very, like, I don't know, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of rookies just got out there in front.
0: Oh yeah, I guess we haven't rated it yet. Um, in terms of aesthetic, like I like. like oh, us yeah, we like, do
1: it, the rating out of ten. That's what, hopefully we're yeah. transitioning right there. Rating out of ten. Go ahead.
0: They add the they added those giant orange statues, which is cool, and it kind of all this. So it makes it feel more like Old Ranger Land and stuff. And the sand track did involve. Did feel like it affected the race more because it zigzagged instead of just being a a big straight? So That's fair. I. I it, and I love that. I did love that four by that, that side by side, but I'm also not feeling like feeling as much. Part of it is cause, like I'm really tired right now. So in case you couldn't tell, my energy that was way down right now. <laughs> I'm uh, so like I'm not as energetic. I'm not feeling things right now as much as I normally do. Maybe <clears throat> it was it, it was more ent- it was more engaging than all the past races. I remember my live watch party. Like I had the most fun watching this. I would say because of that four way battle for the top even though looking at the chart yeah like each lap finished relatively the same in terms of first and second it didn't feel like that as the race was happening and that's what, that's what was so different about this race compared to every other race this season said it felt like at any given moment the lead could be completely different and that is so different from the rest of this of this season so far so 7 out of 10
1: fair um i think this is a solid track right i mean like i mean there's no getting around that this is the o race way you're gonna have a bunch of fun turns you're gonna have the sand section which is creative i mean truthfully that sand section looks like it takes a long time to set up and it's a pain and it's it's just awesome that they do that i i really do appreciate that do i wish they had more sand muller corner i mean yeah i mean i think again Um, I always lean RML when it comes to the right amount of features and well-placed features, Um, which is true, by the way, too. Well-placed features are important. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things sometimes JMR places that if placed in a different part of the track could have very different results. Um, but I will say aesthetically it's nice. A lot more orange there on the track. You have some orange like legs there underneath the, some the of blocks, the blocks. Yeah. The blocks. You have the orange marbles. You're, you're, you're going nuts out there. Um, could, I, I don't know. I just like, like little things would be nicer. Like maybe instead of the red things on the marble drum tracks, like orange little clips or whatever. But anyway. Sure,
0: yeah. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. Like small things. Right. Which like, if I see those small things, that doesn't knock it up a full point, but that's like, Oh, cool. Right. Because you know that they're really going the extra mile. Um, that being said uh, the course was fun it was just a little slow man it was a little slow like the choice of features was just a little bit misaligned with um, the ones before them so I give it a 7 and a 10 too um, I think that's fair people were mentioning the split from season 1 I don't
0: even remember season 1 like like if the case it was an, uh, like I just don't have as much time to, to 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 engross in marble lore all the time, so I I've forgotten a lot about the earlier races. I don't remember what the split was in season one.
1: I don't know either. I think you said something like four. No, that was how many laps it was. I don't remember how fast it was. Like, was there a
0: split in the sand 36?
1: section? Thirty-six was the total lap time from season one. I didn't. Greg say that. I forget don't want to have to know i mean like those are things wonderful if we know but underrated marble at a by bumble no yes let's see where bumble started here this is how i'm going to judge if marbles underrated three things you look for marbles underrated where do they start where were they after lap one where did they finish let's see okay bumble i'm going to address that right now you can call marble underrated but i'm gonna i'm gonna fact check that so let's go here what did what did bumble start Bumble started in second. Wow. I think that's how it was listed here, right? Unless they unless that was just No, that might be just the rankings. Oh, starting right. No, Bumble oh. started Bumble started in 20th. Okay. Started in 20th. Where was Bumble after lap Wait a second, wolf. Where was Bumble after lap 1? Bumble started in 20th and let's see where Bumble was. Is that Bumble into twi- it? Yeah, 220th. Bumble after lap one. Let's try to take a look here. As lap one is ending, Bumble is in 11th. Um, Where was Bumble like mid-lap one? 13th. Where was Bumble like early lap one? 12th, which means it was just a very good lucky start out of the starting gate. Where was Bumble even earlier on, Right right as we got going here? And just as the scoreboard pops up, boom, already 12th place. So right out into lap one, he gets lucky. He's in 12th, okay? At the end of lap one, this marble's in 13th. Um, so Brendan, you could use a chart to save time, right? You know that, right? What do you mean the chart?
0: The, the lap chart.
1: I'm using it. I'm just going to different places in the lap. That's what I'm doing to really get a sense oh, okay. here. Because someone's talking about this marble seemed underrated in the race. So I'm like, right, let's fact check this. So at the end of lap one, we're on um, bubbles in 13th. Let's go. Now we go to like a midpoint of the race. So Bumble by the midpoint had worked up the seventh, and what did Bumble end in said race? Let's see. Sorry, um, race winner, and Bumble ended in seventh. So went from thirt basically went from thirteenth, twelfth to seventh. Five well, place jump in the mid pack. Brennan, I don't know if I call that underrated, Brennan, They started in twentieth, right? But it, but before, were you listening to me? You're on the show. Before the. Names even came up for the lap set. Bumble was already in 12.
0: Technically, sure, but they started at the back from the right. from Right, no, the but like, there's, you always
1: have to be careful because right out— Oh, this is going to be an argument. Right—I didn't just tell. Uh, right out of the gate— because right out of the gate, there is a stratification of marbles that is that leans a lot luck-based because marbles are just bouncing around. All right? And so sure. right as the lap stuff comes out, right two turns into the race, Bumble's already in 12th from that initial stratification. So really went from 13th to 7th. A mid-pack jump. Do I call this marble underrated in this race? When we had Red Eye and Bon Bon winning for the first time ever? I don't know. You have to be sure, careful you, to just to just look at the the um, the displacement from zero to to thirteen. You, I really look at displacement from one to thirteen to get a good sense of what the racing was like because out of the starting gate, there's a lot of luck involved.
0: I don't know, man. Okay, th- I figured out what the straight was that people are talking about. Um, they're ta- I think they're talking about the pit lane from season one. The reason why that's gone is because it did nothing. <laughs> we, it's a we, useless we got track angry. item.
1: We got angry at said pit lane many times. Um, it was very stupid. Yeah, but that's how, they, That wasn't just straight
0: people. Away. That was them trying to implement R- F- F1 elements for lap racing. Oh, they got to go into the pit lane to polish up and get faster, even though it did literally nothing except make yeah. things
1: worse. Unless it really made Marvels faster. I don't know. I guess fair enough you can call Bumble underrated because Bumble got lucky out of the starting gate and then had a mediocre race afterwards. But I mean again, I'm very picky when I when I call a Marvel underrated. Wonderful that he got lucky through the starting gate, but let's be careful. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Um six I guess a six five, six place jump. Whatever. Um still a decent race for Bumble. Seventh is not bad for a team that no one really pays attention to. Um That being said, uh I think that's gonna do it. We have a bunch of emails. We have one email um from someone who's new. Leafy is here, writes in and says, Dab on them haters. That's Actually, all we had. Brennan,
0: I don't think that's new. I think this person has emailed us
1: y- months ago. Maybe like, maybe if they once, randomly yeah. show up every now and again. But otherwise, the other three emails are from the regulars, and they're long emails. So I'm going to save them to start at the top of the episode with them next week. com. if you want to get involved in that initial mailbag next week. Oh, yeah, it was, it was um, Alex's
0: alt. Yeah, it's Alex's alt account.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, so, and then we'll do, so we'll hit those emails next week. Uh, these three people who emailed in listen every week anyway, so you guys can catch it next week. Two of them. Two of them? Yeah, two of them are in the live chat. Um, so they, they're hearing this right now. So, anyway, that's going to do it, uh, for this episode. I mean, I don't know. Wait. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it is kind of late, is Yeah, isn't we, it's, <laughs> we're at an hour. Uh, if you have anything else you want to say, I definitely had some... Man, like, I'm kind of, I want to, like, I always, like, try to take a direction, right? I always try to take a direction at the end when we're all said and done with the episode and be like, all right, I feel like this is going like this. Or this is not going like this and it's going down. But I don't feel that here. I don't feel anything right now. Let's look at the top standings, at least end there. If I can pull anything really exciting out of that, because I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble because we're kind of in this weird purgatory of, of circuit racing right now. Where we don't have yeah. a team standing out, and we don't have the teams, any of the teams we expect to stand out standing out. Uh, Green Ducks, 19th? Mellow Yellow,
0: 18th? Savage Beaters, 10th? I mean, the balls of chaos have been very... Like, like, like look at the top. Of it, like, the balls of chaos in our numbers I, have been very did, consistent.
1: I'm going to ask you a question right now, Mr. Woff. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to expect you to answer my question Okay. as I ask it. I mean, that's what's going to happen right, right now. Okay? okay. Now, if I said to you, okay, Mr. Woff, right... So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to give a prediction for what the top three would look like after four races of Marvel One Season Three. <laughs> are these the three teams you put at the top three, sir? No. <laughs> what teams would you have put at the top three? Uh,
0: the, the cat size, the speeders, and probably the hate hazers.
1: Fair, I'd probably fair. Hazers. I would have definitely put the cat size up there, so I guess they are in top three. So I can't complain. But I I would definitely put the speeders at number three. And I think I would have put a team leaning more towards mellow yellow or green ducks or hazers or even midnight wisps within that, that area there in the top three. Um, I mean, teams that really scream speed, not to knock the old Rangers again, but I would have put them more within the top 10, only four only four races in, usually four races in. We see the shiners from the previous season shine once again. And who was the top two from the previous season? Okay, who just came off a victory at Marble League? I know they're very different, but there's a mojo thing. Okay, who are our fast marbles? Wisps, Hazers, Green Ducks. Those are fast marbles. We know they're proven to be fast marbles because we've we've seen them be fast, like, many times in many different types of events. So very odd. Uh, and, and now we get the Balls of Chaos and the Rangers fighting for the top two spots with only one win to their name each. And then everybody else between 3rd place and 7th place is zeros in the win column. I'm just putting it out there. Zeros in the win
0: column. Uh I, I, I mean like, to maybe somewhat being the balls of chaos is like uh, camp here. They probably have they have the most motivation to do as well as they do right now because of how bad they've been doing recently. Mhm. So so to a certain degree it kind of makes sense that they would be up there because they ha- they easily have the most motivation, I would say, out of everyone else in this pack,
1: to really take home the gold. I'll concede that. I'll concede that. Hey. I'll concede that because they... I feel like they're always present in... In Marbula One Seasons, I actually, I don't know where they finished overall in the previous ones. I'd have to go look it up. Let's see, let's get season two. Um, but I always feel like they're present. They always have their couple of moments where they have their win um, or two. And maintain uh,
0: maniacs in fourth. We can't forget about that.
1: I hate them. Don't talk about them. Balls of chaos, but they're always a mid pack finish in uh, Marvel One. Usually they're eleventh in maniacs. season two. I'm pretty sure season one wasn't amazing for them either. If you want to look at this, I um, will right, we'll look at yeah ninth. So. Which is why, even though I think the balls of chaos and and slowly but surely, if, especially if you look at their Marvel One, I mean Marvel League work over the last few years, they're trying to become more established. They're trying to come out of the group that's mid pack and like, oh, look, the balls of chaos. Maybe they'll win the high jump, you know, and become more of a team that people are like balls of chaos, man. They're gonna come out there strong, um, but um, because of their previous finishes, I don't put them. I wouldn't have guessed them top three after the first four races. Hmm. I would not have. Gu- I would not have guessed them top five after the first four races. You know what? Another point: like balls of
0: chaos, their consistent poor performance is very unchaotic of them. But they're correcting it by making the in between two competitions super chaotic. Because by being really bad in one and extremely good in the other, that is chaotic and not consistent in the slightest.
1: Well. I mean, that's just kind of how they roll, though. But unfortunately, that chaos kind of always bounces out to a mid pack, right? And we've seen this. Sure. That's, and that's and true. Normally.
0: But th- this feels different.
1: It does. It does feel different. Same with the O Rangers. But again, I just like when you have Chocolatiers and Shimmer and Cobalt still all up there being I mean, raced for, we're seeing those odd marbles leading. And not just, and again, it's not just a moment where, like, because, like, in a lot of other times in other seasons, we will see moments. Where we'll be like, oh, look at that. Cobalt's had a few laps in the lead there. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Isn't that nice? Isn't that good for them? What, Right? We, we say that, and we get, to, we get to enjoy that for a moment. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah, exactly. That's how it comes <laughs> off. We're like, oh, my God. Did you see that the pinkies, they were in the, the podium spot for, like, laps 8 to 7? I mean, yeah. I you know what I'm saying? Like, 8 and 7 don't even work together. Right. But— we we usually have it, but rarely do we see like Chocolatiers dominating the field for a whole race, Shimmer and Cobalts battling in the top three for a whole race. That's rare. And that's why it's throwing this confusion into this, into this pot because it's like, well, where are, are Bells of Chaos and O'Rangers really your shining stars in this season? Or are they just the marbles who happened to have finished towards the top a bunch? Cause remember, we only have one win per team. There's no two win teams at all. In fact, the most consistent, uh, let's go back to three. Uh, I believe the most consistent, oh, no, I can see this in the video. The most consistent has been Crazy Cat Size with two second place wins. That is the most consistent performance so far. Two silvers for the Crazy Cat Size. has had a first and a silver, so that's pretty consistent as well. Okay? But other than that, I mean, like, all the teams at the top aren't really very consistent. Many Maniacs had a silver. Rangers had the random gold, you know, and then, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of zeros. So I, I'm just saying the ones are scattered. The ones are scattered. The bronzes are all the way down in mid pack. There's a couple first place teams down in mid pack as well 8 9, Hazers, Chocolatiers. I'm just saying it's very, there's no emerging team. It's pretty close, and um, it's not like Marbula 1 of the past two seasons. Live chat person says he hates the Cobalts. That's, um,
0: Hey, listen. I hate the
1: mini day. maniacs and don't have a lot of basis for that. So fair enough.
0: Anyway, okay, well, I- <laughs> we should probably yeah. wrap this one up. Yeah, I mean, like, do we really not want to cover any of the emails? Because like one of them is about something that's going to happen no, we're gonna, soon.
1: We're gonna we're gonna probably roll them in the next week and just cover them then because uh, I want I I mean you know I want to make sure we will be the doing we, we will be doing an episode probably on Monday if we can keep right a right schedule. we're gonna try to do this we're gonna try to do one on Monday or Sunday even. Um, we'll see about times because I'm kind of freer this weekend than lately, but we'll get one out there. Um, right after the next race comes out, hopefully for y'all. Um, I don't know when this episode will come out, but hopefully quick. But uh, waff Anyway, take us out, and we had a bunch of live sh- live people this time. It was like up, you know, was a bunch of it, a bunch of y'all watching. So appreciate that. Um, and uh, Waf, well, <laughs> Do the thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans.